Hey guys! Welcome to Half Torah! You guys don't know it, but we're recording early. It's actually a Wednesday. Yeah, this like never happens. And it's like late at night. It's oh, 9.06. It's the time we usually do it. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot. That's why I wasn't like, yeah, yeah, that's why I asked. True, true. Um, so yeah, this is a short one because I think Yeah, you guys probably are it. sick of it from last week. Yeah. You guys are like, how am I supposed to listen again? Don't worry. Also, maybe I'll upload them tomorrow night. Because oh. that's what I'll do. Oh my gosh. Like, Guys, yeah. get hyped. Get all, hyped. all of our hypothetical fans are about to become hypothetical. Oh my god. That was fire. Yes. Too fire. Too fire. That's why we haven't been like as hilarious. Because we don't do it so late. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe we're just not funny. We're let us know in the comments. <laughs> we're not funny. Let's be real. Don't worry. Like, guys, we comments. only listen to you for the part that you read. Please stop talking. <laughs> Never. Uh-uh. Oh my god, guys, we actually just had the Halachic Organ Donor Society. Hods. Hods come and speak to us. And it was honestly a very entertaining speech. Ask us in the comments what Seth stands for. Yes. That's how we'll know if you actually listen to this. Ask us in the comments. Zero people. Comment. And if you already know, <laughs> I know. And if you already know, um, spoil it in the comments. We want to know how yeah, smart you are or where it. he came to your school. Yeah. Or your yeshiva or seminary. I don't know. Mr. Berman. Robbie. Robbie Mr. Berman. Robbie Berman. Yes. Not rabbi. Not rabbi, but Robbie. Robbie. Yo, if you came to you guys, then you know you what probably said. heard the exact same jokes. Also, I plugged Koran. He's like, yeah. who compiled? Not who compiled. He's like, who edited who print- the first yeah. Gemara or no, whatever? Who printed who it? Printed I thought. It? Yeah, who printed yeah, it like, in like fifteen twenty three? And I was like, Koran, <laughs> guys, Koran sponsor us. Let's go. Oh my god! Literally, okay. we're plugging you. Not even while we read your actual book. We're yeah. giving you credit for every published book. Legit. This is not even like a technically Koran book. It's a Magid <laughs> book, which is like a division of Koran. Like they don't. It doesn't say Koran anywhere. Give us sponsorship. On here. Yeah. Already. Legit. Oh my god. What? Oh my god. What would we do with like a sponsorship? Just like buy stuff. Uh, <laughs> the money. Yeah. All right. I'm down. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> no, completely Because I'm just thinking, like, you know, like, YouTubers and stuff, like, they, like, wear the merch and all that? Like, we're voices. I'll, we're disparate sure. voices. Maybe we can, like, take some, like, get a professional person to take our profile picture. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Like, we don't even we'll have, have anything. to take our profile picture. I'm down with... She's a professional. Yeah, She's, like, sure. as close to a professional as we're mm-hmm. getting. And, like, pretty much a also, professional anyway. Also, maybe we can, like learn how to upload stuff correctly you know <laughs> i don't know that's up Say, to you uh, pay for like a youtube tutorial i don't know how you have enough storage on your phone for this i have a lot of storage on my phone that's like amazing yeah i'm really jealous that's it's like, also on my laptop that's my one it. weakness today at my sayera they asked me like what's your weakness i should have been like my phone has no storage oh. i can't i can't take pictures what did you say um <laughs> Ew, it's like my general what I say at like interviews is that I get really annoyed when people don't do their job because it's something that people agree with, it's something understandable, and it like shows that I'm a hard worker. Oh, yeah, and it bothers me when oh other my people god, don't do their thing. slay! Mm-hmm. Look who's making Aliyah. Oh, we'll see. That's a, that, yeah, mm. but Sayara, like, yeah, we try and if I get this job, like, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, guys, you know what book we're coming at you You from. know, but we're going to tell you anyway. We're going to tell you. What is it, Eliana? Mitoha Ochel. Ochel. I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, my God. I just ate a whole bowl of pomegranate seeds. Oh, my God. It, it was a hot bowl. That, that was, was some juicy pomegranate. Oh, yeah. And I, I had pomegranate like, seeds also. Oh, nice. I thought it was, like, out of season, but that was a it's like No, it's, like, out of season, but, like, no, but when you find yeah, a good one, it's, like, it. they, didn't you hear what I just said? I thought it was out of What'd you say? I'm say it again. Saying. We're already no, explicit. Oh, too late. Was it the B word? No, I said the A word. I said it was a good A word pomegranate. Ooh, a good butt pomegranate. Yeah. 
That's what she said. Or guys. donkey. Don't go back. No, guys. You know We're- I'm like reading the Marnavucha with my other chavruta. <laughs> That's yucky to me, but okay. Um, she's no, literally just like your best friend, but whatever. And I'm kidding. Rambam's always like the ass, but he's talking about a camel, so it's allowed. A or a donkey, a donkey. Yeah, I was like, if he's talking guys, about a donkey, he's talking about. I'm stupid. If he's talking okay. about a camel, he's talking about the camel's actual butt. Because <laughs> yeah. the ass of. No, I can't. The donkey. <laughs> it's okay, too much. So it's too, too much. Too much. Uh, okay. So it's, it's been five minutes hell already. For those of you that, hell. that actually want to get it and are not thinking about food. Oh my god. Yeah. You guys could eat food while you do this. That's like a double. That's double time. That's double time mitzvah. You're taking care of your body that Hashem gave you and you're learning the Torah, which Hashem also gave us. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, know. it's from within the tent, the half Torah. Essays on the weekly half Torah reading from the rabbis and professors of Yeshiva University, mm-hmm. published by who? Who? Wait, what? Who? Oh my god! Wait, I Comment forgot. Comment down below <laughs> if you know who, who it published is. it. Oh my who god! Okay, guys, but it's why you and Maggie it's not Koran. <laughs> but still, Koran hit us up. We love Koran. Oh my god, why? Okay, I'm gonna hand this off to you. Okay, wait, let's. Oh my god, we're gonna do. Oh yeah, we're gonna go. Okay, Mishpatim. Okay, Mishpatim. It's like a lot of judgments and like laws and like judgment. Laws. Laws. But, oh, so the beginning starts off talking about like Shemitah and like freeing a slave. Root. I think. Root? Maybe. But like that's Shavuot. True. Do you right. think it says it? Are you right? It probably they wouldn't waste it. I don't know. Maybe it's like something in Malachim that has like the laws of like Ooh. or something. I don't know why I'm feeling the Yoshua. Laws of the land. I'm feeling Yoshua. Yoshua. I don't know. Ooh, yes, laws of the land. Entering the land. Going in. Okay. Something in like Nevi'im Rishon. Yeah, like first, first, like right post getting, like post Moshe dying, getting into Israel Ooh, right after the Shoftim. You think Shoftim? That's literally judgments, like right. Ahud like, Ben Gera. I don't know. My favorite show He's the one who like murdered a fat king. Oh, good for him, I guess. Yeah, really. Wait, I mean, mm, no, no. Oh I'm curious. Here. Okay, Thanks so for... this is by uh, Rabbi Dr. Richard Hidari. Um, Haftarat Mishpatim. From slavery to empathy, the foundation of the Brit. Or Brit? Is that like Brit? Like Brit? Okay. I'm assuming it's Brit. Yermiyahu. Oh. I feel like we what? just had Yermiyahu yeah. like a few okay. weeks ago. I guess we were totally We had wrong. it on a lot. That was literally less than a yeah. month ago. That was like. Yeah, that was less all right. than a month ago. All right. All yeah. right. Chazal, let okay. us know why you did that again. Well, redundant, but mm-hmm. whatever. I feel like I spend a lot of time judging <sighs> Chazal. I'm like, guys, yeah. <laughs> we just gave you a bunch of options. I don't know. I'm not saying okay. anything. Okay, uh-huh. no kof- no kfira here. None. Oh, that's a lie. Okay, let's dive in. On my part, no kfira. Okay. Yirmiyahu 34, Psukim 8 to 22. The Haftorah for Parshat Mishpatim relates a, mo- relates a most significant and otherwise unknown episode that occurs during, uh, during months before the destruction of Jerusalem. King Tzidkiyahu and the Jews entered into a covenant to free all their Jewish slaves. Shortly after fulfilling their promise to free their slaves, however, the slave owners reengaged. Uh, never mind. They reneged and captured their slaves. Yirmiyahu strongly rebukes the owners for their behavior and foretells that the king, the slave owners, and the entire city of Jerusalem will come to destruction on account of this. The chapter does not explicate why the owners agreed to deal. Uh, why the owners agreed to the deal, only to change their minds soon after. However, reconstructing the historical context may help fill those gaps. On the tenth of Tevet. Uh, 588 B- BCE, Nebuchadnezzar's army besieged Jerusalem in Malachim Bet 25 1. 
Um, the siege lasted until the summer of 586 BCE when the walls were breached and the temple was destroyed um, in Malachim Bet. Sometime during this period, by the request of King Sidkiyahu, Egypt sent a force against the Babylonians, driving the Babylonian army to lift the siege of Jerusalem so that they could fight the Egyptian army. This temporary relief gave many Judeans false hope that they were safe from the Babylonians. However, as Yirmiyahu predicted, the Babylonians soon deflected the Egyptian attack and returned to conquer Jerusalem. The last verse of Yirmiyahu, chapter 34, thus states, I, God, will bring them, the Babylonians, back against this city. They shall attack it and capture it and burn it down. I will make the towns of Judah a, desola- a desolation without inhabitant. This verse indicates that the Jews freed their slaves during the beginning of the siege and recaptured them when the siege lifted. Although the Torah command- commands us to free Jewish slaves in their seventh year of servitude, um, in Shemot and Devarim, and in the Jubilee year, as seen in Baikra, the Judeans obviously ignored these laws as well as any moral comp- compunctions about keeping their slaves indefinitely. However, the threat of the siege prompted the Judeans to do tshuva. In addition, freeing slaves during the siege could fulfill the need for more soldiers to defend the city. Furthermore, the slave owners were likely only too happy to rid themselves of the burden of feeding their slaves during this time of um, scarcity. Once the siege was lifted, the owners reverted to their previous enslaving mentality. The root shuv, to return, serves as a letwort. Letwort? I don't know what that means. It's See an that? Interesting word. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's not English <laughs> in this like, chapter. Like a German. Or yeah, something. that's what I was thinking. I don't know. All right. The slave owners reneged on this promise by Yashivu and recaptured by Yashivu, the slaves. The Judeans had turned Fatashuvu to act properly, but then they turned back Fatashuvu and recaptured Fatashivu, the slaves. As a consequence, God will bring back Vehashivotim, the Babylonian army against Jerusalem. Verse 17 threatens with another instance of measure for measure punishment. Assuredly, thus said Hashem, you would not obey me, and proclaimed a release, Jeror, each of his king, kinsmen and countrymen. Lo, I proclaim your release, Jeror, declares Hashem, to the sword, to pestilence, and to famine. Ooh. One further measure, one further measure for measure aspect of their punishment lies in the strange covenant ceremony in which an animal is cut in two and the participants pass through the parts. Mm. This ceremony is elaborate as elaborated at length in Brashi chapter 15 in the covenant with Abraham, but is also present in this Haftorah. I will make the men who violated my covenant, who did not fulfill the terms of the covenant which they made before me, like the calf which they cut in two so as to pass between the halves. Yirmiyahu 34, 18. The symbolism of cutting the animal into two is made explicit here. Any party that violates the covenant and breaks apart the alliance between the members will be cut in two, just like the animal carcass. The same message is found in Shmuel Aleph 11.7 uh, 11, um, when Shul gathers together the tribes to fight the Ammonites. He, Shul, took the yoke of oxen and cut them into pieces, which he sent by messengers throughout the territory of Israel with the warning, Thus shall be done to the cattle of anyone who does not follow Shul and Shmuel into battle. Other covenants from the Near East also employed this ceremony and symbolism, as in an 8th century Aramaic document called the Sephir Treaty, or Sapphire Treaty, um, which states, as this calf is cut off, thus Matiel and his nobles shall be cut up. That's interesting historical like context that we got there. Um, 
Although slavery laws appear three times in the Torah, Yirmiyahu 34.14 borrows language most directly from Dvarim chapter 15. Um, you guys can read it in your Yirmiyahus. Sounds about right. I'm sure you're following along right now. Yeah, because you definitely bought this book. Yeah, or if you didn't, open up your Tanakh. We'll let you know. It's, it's only $30 in the U.S. Uh, but yeah, Dvarim. So, Dvarim, uh, Perek, Lamedalit. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Yirmiyahu, Perek, Lamedalit. Oh, what did I say? Said oh, I'm so sorry, guys. You're Miyahu. And Dvaram Parak Tetvav Aleph. And you'd bet. Okay. The slavery laws in Bayek are also referenced in the word Dror. Additionally, both contexts entail that all slaves be freed at the same time. During the Jubilee year in Vayikra chapter 25, and at the time of Tzedekiyahu's covenant in Yermiahu chapter 34, as opposed to counting seven years for each slave individually. Nevertheless, Yermiahu chapter 34 is most appropriate most appropriate Haftorah for Mishpatim because both <laughs> contexts highlight the fundamental importance of slavery laws in the Torah's teaching. That a covenant was made by Tzedekiah specifically about slavery and no other issue points to the centrality of this law. Although Yermiahu chastises the nation about the general categories of idolatry and ethics, slavery is here singled out as a cause for the destruction. The central importance of slavery laws is found in Parsha Mishpatim as well. This Parsha immediately follows the Ten Commandments and elaborates predominantly on the ethical demands of the second half of the Decalogue. We therefore would expect this Parsha to begin with laws of murder and homicide. We find, however, that capital cases are listed second, only after the laws concerning slavery. Rather, the slavery laws serve as an introduction to the entire ethical code because the impetus to treat others with compassion stems from our experience as slaves. I like that. Every time the Torah enjoins us to remember that we were slaves in Egypt, the purpose is not that we should hold a grudge against the Egyptians. On the contrary, Dvarim 23.8 commands us, You shall not abhor an Egyptian, for you are a stranger in his land. Rather, the Torah teaches us to remember how we suffered in Egypt in order to never cause others to suffer. Indeed, the essence of all the ethics, whether in the golden rule of Vayikra 1918, in modern philosophy, or in recent psychological research, is the ability to empathize with others. Although the Torah recognizes the institution of slavery, it is completely transformed to conform to higher standards of ethics. The non-Jewish slaves gain his freedom. The non-Jewish slave gains his freedom if the master causes him permanent bodily damage, and the master can receive capital punishment for murdering a slave. The slave's humanity is thus preserved in these laws and in the prohibition uh, from working him on the Shabbat. The Jewish slave is treated more like a hired worker than we would usually think of as a slave. Uh, while slavery may have been a necessary safety net for people in extreme debt, it is clear that the Torah's ideal for all of humanity is to be free. The Torah's conception of slavery radically contrasts with the widespread view of the ancient Near East. To cite one example, the very last law in the Hammurabi Code states, If a slave says to his master, you are not, an aunt, you are not my master, if they convict him, his master shall cut off his ear. Shmot 21 um, fat Sukim uh, Hay and Vav, on the other hand, legislates, if the slave declares, I love my master and my wife and children, I do not wish to go free, his master shall take him before God. He shall be brought um, to the door or the doorpost, and his master shall pierce his ear with an awl, and he shall remain in, uh, his slave for life. In the Code of Hammurabi, the slave's ear is cut off because the slave tried to gain freedom and contradicted his master. In the Torah, the slave's ear is pierced because he chose to remain a slave and thereby disobeyed God's plan that all men should, should be free. Once we learn to treat others not as means to get something or objects of our manipulation, but rather as ends, each endowed with infinite value, then the rest of morality follows naturally. This Haptorah relates the events surrounding Sidkiyahu's covenant, one that the Judeans regrettably ignored. 
Yirmiyahu 34.13 connects this present covenant with the original covenant at Sinai, a covenant that revealed a revolution in ethics and that was sealed in blood. The end of the Haftorah incorporates a third covenant about a hopeful future. Um, see Haftorah 115. Oh, I guess page 115. We've already covered that, guys. we covered that. Do you think yeah. that was the other Yirmiyahu stuff? Oh, it could be. You can check after. Yeah. Um, so rather than conclude with the destruction of Jerusalem caused by the breaking of Zedekiah's covenant, the Haftorah appends the last two verses of the previous chapter, which describe an everlasting covenant and a promise for Israel's restoration. May we have the strength to live up to demands of God's covenant and merit to see Jerusalem's full restoration. Okay. I think, like, the slave parallel was, like, very clear. Yeah. And, like, the fact that it has to do with Shemitah, because Mishpatim does start off with all that. Yeah. And what's it called? I really liked that, like, uh, like Hammurabi versus, like, um, the Torah stuff at the end. Like, that's very, like, an Amudim thing. Like, they would love that. They'd be like, ooh, let's bring in, like, Yeah, oh, 100%. Let's bring in this code. That, yeah, that was good. Wait, I'm trying to see. 115? Yes, Yermiyahu. Ooh, got him. Analysis, parallels between Moshe and Yermiyahu, designation for Guys, leadership. yeah, hear back our, um... Parshat Shemot. Yeah, get back to our, um podcast from Parsha Shmo. That was one of the best ones, I think. Yeah. Or at least one of the best, like... I know, I know it was your favorite. That was my favorite. Sure. That was just my favorite Haftorah, like, Gar Torah that was in here so far. I just, that's like, so it stood bad. out to me. Yes, it was so such bad. a good Kiddush. Beautiful. Oh, my God, I love that. that. And this one was nice, too. This one was very Amudini. Like, yeah, Dr. Goldstein totally. would, like... Oh, my God. She'd be like, oh, can we get him to speak? I feel like we cursed too much in this one, though. Yeah, no, we're not going to show her. We can show her the oh, book. Yeah, she wouldn't mind. We like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. want to contact Koran? Get us another one? Get us a plug. Oh my god, yeah. yes. Koran, hit us up. We love you guys. All right. We love you guys, our viewers, our Thanks listeners. Thanks for bearing with us. Yeah, this one was not so bad. Yeah, this was this was good. We hope Solid. you guys enjoyed. Yeah. Right. Okay. And have a great Shabbos. Have, have a great, great, you know what? Have, have a great, great Shabbos everything. no matter what day it is in your week. It, it might be. Our, it might be. You might be listening to this right after Havdalah. You, like, ran to your phone, got to your next Haftorah mm-hmm. episode. Have a great Shabbos. Can I just say a Devar Torah for a sec? Yes, Basically, you, you just reminded me by saying it doesn't matter what day, and mm-hmm. we're talking about Shabbat, because in Parshat Bo, there's a Ramban that kind of, like, elaborates on the fact that, like, all of our days are leading up to... Shabbat? Shabbat. Well, okay, in Parshat Yitro, it's commenting on, like, Zachor, Yom HaShabbat, and everything in the Sarah Hadibro, and then... In Parshat Bo, Ramban also has, like, a whole idea about, like, the months leading up to, like, it's Yom Mitzrayim, because, like, we, we base Ooh. it all around Nisan, and so, like, that's, like, a parallel to, like, Shabbat and everything, and, like, we actually, like, in Judaism, it's, like, Hayom Yom Sheni La Shabbat. Yeah, like, true. It's literally, everything's just for Shabbat and everything, so it doesn't matter when you're listening oh my to God, this. the lady at my Sayeret said that today. Are you serious? Yeah, like, because she was, like, Shabbat Shalom, and, like, I, like, stopped for a second, and I was, like, Hayom Wednesday, yeah, and she's, like, every day is for Shabbat. I was, like, oh, I'm not gonna argue with that. Honestly, Please hire yeah. me. <laughs> if you're listening, Yad oh Vashem God. lady, please. Oh, Yad Vashem? Yeah. Whoa, Shkoya. I know. I really want that job. That would actually be amazing. Mm-hmm. I hope so. Please hire me. Okay. Putting that and in. And then you can be my tour guide. Yeah. Right? Is that what you'd do? Um, more like coordinating, like, you with the tour guide who you'd be with, but I'll I'm hook done. you up with a good tour guide. Okay, cool. All right, guys. Hit Eliana up when you want to go to Yad Vashem. If yeah, she really the job. I hope the job, so. please. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Love you. Bye. Shabbat.